Guys, what does Kevin Hart and myself have in common? That's right, we've both played the Ulster Hall in Belfast. What else do we have in common? Hey, he put his tickets on sale and within 10 minutes it sold out. And I have, my, all I'm saying is mine are still on sale. All right, interpret that how you may. Mine are still on sale. Have they been on? Yes, for months, but that doesn't matter. It's going to be a really good time. Saturday the 10th of September, 2022. I'm back in the Ulster Hall with my brand new show, Bits and Pieces. And I'm going to do that dance amongst other things, including very funny stand-up comedy. So if you want to come with me, come on the journey, have a bit of a fun time on Saturday the 10th of September, 2022. Get the Ulster Hall website or the Ticketmaster website or follow any links in my social media bio. Instagram, Dave Elliott Comedy. Facebook, Dave Elliott Comedy. And Twitter, The Dave Elliott. And Ben, what's the, what's the TikTok? Here's nothing. Ben, what's the TikTok? We're on TikTok, but he runs it. What's, what's the handle? I assume it's something to do with the Sly Guy podcast. Something along those lines. Is it? Sly. Sly. Dot. Dot. Guy. Guy. Dot. Podcast. Podcast. Dot. Big Diddy's 247. Follow the TikTok. He puts all fun and games over there. Lord knows what he's putting on. He's Last time I saw it was just a video of me in the shower. Weirdly, filmed from a tree outside my house, but he's the guy in control of it. So get tickets to the bits and pieces, follow the TikTok, and hey, just have a nice time. The Sly Guy Podcast is brought to you in association with Fat Bastard Burger. That's right. There is actually a burger in this, and it's still there. Doesn't smell as good as it did when we got it, but who cares? Because Fat Bastard Burger has won NI's best takeaway burger. 2022. So I've been telling you they're the best takeaway burgers and they've won awards for too. So hey, all I'm going to say is I've been proven to be right. And what are some of the burgers that they've got on offer? Hmm, the Fat Bastard, clearly. The Cheesy Fat Bastard, which is the Fat Bastard Avec Cheese. They also have, they're, they're catering They're catering for the chicken lovers out there who are also crazy for cock and that's the name of their chicken burger. They also have some vegetarian options as well, such as the cauliflower, cauliflower, isn't it? Yeah, they've got that too. They've all you want and everything you eat in there is delicious. Fat Bastard Burger. Follow them on Facebook at Bastard Burger. That's B-A-S-T-R-D Burger. Follow them on Instagram, Fat Bastard B-A-S-T-R-D Burger as well. They see all the different offers. They have all the different sides, all the different burgers. Your mouth will be watering and you'll need to get yourself to the high street in Bangor. I'll stamp your wee, your passport. I'll allow you access. The king will grant you access to North Down. Get down. Say Davy sent you. Get the best burgers in the country. And speaking of that, the sister company, Bebe Adrianos, has just gone and won. Guess who's just gone and won? That's right, Northern Ireland Food Award. It's best Mexican 2022. There are other Mexicans out there. They're number two. This is number one. Fat Bastard Burger, Bebe Adrianos. Follow them on social media. Say, Davey sent you. You'll not regret it. The day one ride or die sponsor of the Sly Guy podcast is Ben Set with me. Modest Beer. That's right, Modest Beer are on a mission to give you delicious beer, but not talk about it. They're not like going to go out and bo- boast from the rooftops. Nah, because they're modest. But you know who's not modest? You know who's arrogant? This guy. I'm telling you, Modest Beer are the most delicious beers on the go. And if you want to know more about Modest Beer, you can follow them on their social media. Their handles are very simple. At Modest Beer. You want to go on their website? www.modestbeer.co.uk. Go over there, see what they've got on offer. They've got IPAs, Pilsner, Stouts, the Works Specialist Beers, 
limited edition beers, you need to go to the website to find out. And hey, if it's not good enough to just drink their beer, you want to look like a fan of modest beer, you want to you make them a little bit less modest, get their merch. I'm going to get some, I'll wear it here. You'll see. Modest beer. That was a poem. I'm a genius. Modest beer. I'm the slack guy. Hello. 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 That could be perceived as being slightly sectarian. <laughs> Not how it was meant. Welcome to the Slack Guy podcast. We're excited. Oi, oi, oi. Because we've got Fat Bastard Burger sponsoring the podcast. I've got a dog. I love this guy. And mainly, we're start- it's feeling like it's coming into summer again isn't it the most joyous time of the year now summer's good and summer's bad summer's good because you know you have you have fun seasons you get to have drinks in the sun you get to enjoy yourself people are happier people are walking along the seafront you know they're out with their families it's a fun time there's beer gardens open yes then are things that are annoying such as it's daylight from I think four in the morning until three at night and your kids, anytime they, they're stupid wee pricks, they don't realise that the daytime doesn't it does if it's bright outside, that doesn't make day mean it's daytime. They look and they're like, Oh, it's stay in bed past five o'clock. If you're if you're a child listening to this podcast, first of all, report your parents to social services. Second of all, stay in your fucking bed past five AM. I don't care if it's summer. Grow up. And go to bed earlier as well. It doesn't have to be pitch black to go to bed. Go to bed at 7 o'clock and fucking don't go to sleep at 10 and wake up at 5, you pricks. That's all I'm saying, but I'm happy it's summer. Apart from that, I'm happy it's summer. I'm feeling good. You're probably looking at this on the YouTube, which, by the way, of course, subscribe if you haven't already subscribed to YouTube. If you're audio-only listeners here, where you, where do you listen to the podcast? Do you listen to it on iTunes? Do you listen to it on Spotify? Wherever you listen, give us a wee review. Give us a wee five stars on Spotify. That helps elevate the podcast. If you're over on iTunes... Give it a wee five star, write a review, it helps elevate the podcast. And you know, maybe one day Ben and I will be able to afford, you know, to to be able to own 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 our own materials. You know, not even our own houses, just our own we might even be able to buy clothes, you know, rather than just what we're seeing here. Ben actually edits clothes onto me in the post production of this recording. I'm nude. I'm sitting here nude, there's no microphone. The only thing you could see if you could see as it actually is, you'd be looking right up my forsk into my soul and you don't need to see that that's you get on the Patreon though on Patreon completely unedited right up my ass crack from this angle which you're probably going hmm weird angle to be sitting at that Uranus would be pointing towards we're all a little bit special in our own ways every human is like a snowflake I mean a lot of humans are snowflakes nowadays but every human is like we're all different so some people's anuses are at the back of their bodies some people's anuses are on their clavicles who knows some people's anuses point out like a thorax of a bee like I do it is what it is but what I'm saying wherever you listen rate and review and also if you listen audioly go on to YouTube and subscribe to the channel get some people to subscribe if you don't even watch it doesn't matter it helps and we're starting to you know Ben what, what were you sending me the other day listens are at an all time high you're the you're the stack guy you're the producer how, how are you finding producing the podcast being at the minute like what's the vibe your end of things it's very good very nice relaxed and yeah. it's good that people are responding in turn yeah we have a TikTok too do you want to talk a little bit about that because this is something that we had a little bit of an argument about over time you were like you need to be on TikTok and I sort of what, what's your feeling on it how, how did I react when you told me I should be on TikTok I think you made a few comments um, towards me 
And what were they? I can't remember. Because sometimes I say things and, you know... Something about the sort of people who are on TikTok. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be on TikTok. Pedophiles. Over a certain age. Correct. Well. Um, is what it is. TikTok is doing very well. Yeah. Nice. So what's the TikTok? Sly.guy.podcast. Correct. Yeah. And Ben runs it. So, you know, if you're sliding into DMs, by all means, send him inappropriate photographs because I'll not see them. So there you go. Sly Guy support it there. Whatever, but yeah, I'm, I'm coming in here. Normally, I start the podcast real aggressive and real fucking in a mood, but today I'm, I'm I am in the summer spirit. And what to me indicates it's the start of summer is a get my lawnmower out, I cut my grass. If you're a long time listener of the podcast and you listen in the last couple of years, you know when summer comes, so do I. I get my lawnmower out, I get in the garden, I cut the grass, I feel good my grass is cut and i only cut my grass because the cutting of the grass it's like a mental stimulus and it precedes barbecue season and there's nothing more i love than a barbecue so tonight i got the grass all cut i'm feeling good i've got a tan i'm recording the podcast tomorrow i'm going to be barbecuing now i haven't entirely remembered if I completely cleaned the barbecue the last time I used it last year. So, potentially, we could have a bit of a situation. Potentially, we might not have a barbecue. All being well, we will. I trust myself that I've done it. Last year, I didn't. Last year, I was like, I'll never do this again. And I probably haven't done it again, to be fair. But we hope for the best. I'm going to go and buy some nice meat. And if I don't, you know, it's all gone to ruin. And I mean, it wouldn't be for the first time this week that um, my plans for dinner have been ruined. Because we had an incident <clears throat> this week, I went to I went to potentially one of my favorite restaurants, you know, in in the world within the kingdom of North Town. Obviously, I decided to myself, you know what, my wife Catherine was having a bad day in work, wasn't in the best spirits. I was at home with the girls, you know, having a, we were having a nice time. But we thought, you know what, we'll do, we'll book somewhere for dinner. We'll go out for dinner. It'll be fine. The kids will have a nice time. We'll have a nice time. All will be rosy in the garden. So I rang up, said, listen, the king wants to come for dinner. And they went. Strangely, they knew it was me from the phone number because I do want to say in a roundabout way, what I, what, I'm going to say I was a regular in this place. I don't think I'll be back in a hurry because I wasn't, I'm not happy. So I rang up. I was like, yeah. And they're like, yes, got your table. I said, sweet. I said for five o'clock because... You're thinking about that, Ben. You've got kids yourself. Mm. What age is your youngest now? Two, three, four. Yep. So no, you're. That's right. Your youngest is the same age as my oldest. Correct. Correct. So she's probably grand now. Mm. Like if you're out and about, she'll be all right. You can take her for dinner. She'll behave for the most part. Yeah. Oh no. Some sometimes. Sometimes, oh dear. You like to think that, yeah. Well, I, my my four year old is is well behaved in, in for meals and things. Because she knows if she steps out of line, rear naked choke. Good night, right? But my one-year-old, she can be very much... She's a wild card. Some days, you'll get the best behaviour ever. Other days, you think she is indeed a child of Satan, right? And I thought, you know what? We'll take her out. It's a good time. Five o'clock's a good time for her. We get in, get fed, happy day. She'll be home for bedtime, bath time. All be good. So we got there to the restaurant, right? Booked for five o'clock. Went in stood you know when you walk in they seat you I went in and stood there now there's four of us standing there I've got a baby in my arms I see some staff there walking back and forward what, like probably walked past us maybe four or five times not one person looked at us in the eye not one of them just went past 
mind your own business. And you know when you Ben, you know yourself when you have kids and you're out, you can get a bit angsty if they're not settling. And you're like, you kind of need people to help. You know, you've booked a table, so it should be ready. So come ten past five. We were there at five to five, waiting. Come ten past five, another group of people, about six people came in. A waitress went over to them and was like, Have you uh, can we get your table? And I was like, Oh my god. I might lose my mind. I actually said to Catherine at one point, oh, maybe this is it. Maybe we're like, we are in the sixth sense and we have died. Maybe we don't realise we're dead and people can't see us because that's how rude the people were just walking past. And I was like, hey, like, you know, you, the people going past your dinner, this is them. And they're just going. I was like, maybe I'm dead. Maybe I've died. And this is just, you know, in my dead state. I'm like, hey, listen, I'll go down to my favourite place anyway. No. Eventually we got seated. By this point, the baby was not happy. She was hungry. The four-year-old was hungry. Catherine was hungry. And see, when those three are hungry, they become demons, all of them. And then we sat. So we ended up sitting there. We're like, right, okay. We've been sat down. I'm sure they'll be like, oh, you're there with some young kids. We'll, we'll try and get you served quite quickly because clearly young kids are unpredictable. As they say in the, in the entertainment business, never work with children and animals. And also I had a large grill with me as well. Um, but... We're there, and then another 15 minutes. We ordered drinks straight away. Another, no one's walk. Everyone's just walking past us, ignoring. Got to the point that I just went up to them, like, can I put an order in, please? Can we just put an order? Because the baby's starting to get really... And by this point, I'm sweating. I'm uncomfortable. I'm stressed out. Wife's stressed out. Four-year-old's getting annoyed with their toys. The one-year-old's just screaming, and I'm, like, just going, oh, my God, this is the worst experience of my life. And then... When I went to the order, by the time I went back to the table, my wife's like, listen, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go and go take four, or the one-year-old. I'll leave you the four-year-old. I'm like, well, that's kind of awkward. Let's just all go. So you all ended up going. Basically, we were there five to five and I ended up leaving at 20 to six and just got nothing, not served nothing. And out we went and I was really angry, you know. And again, I felt they were prioritising, you know, just loads of, loads of people out the front drinking, which is fine. You would do that. But you don't see me with kids. Just don't bring your kids out anymore. That's my view. I don't think I'll ever eat out. Well, I mean, I don't think I'll ever eat out with my, my children and my, my wife until my kids are at least, until the one-year-old's at least four, maybe three. What do you think's a good age for kids to go out for dinner? For dinner? Sure. Yeah, like, so you think you could reliably enjoy your dinner without being really stressed out? Like, are we talking, what sort of restaurant are we talking? We'll say a pub, like a pub restaurant. A pub, and yeah. you're, you're just going for... We're just one. going. We just, like, wanted some, like, chicken nuggets and chips and a wee fruit shoot or well, something for the kids. Four, definitely. Four. Like, my four-year-old's grand. If you really need, you give her the phone. She watches, like, Sopranos or something, and she's happy. You know, the one-year-old needs a bit more. So what I I done for the effectively 40 minutes was just sit with, like, a little basket of sauces and she was just taking all the sauces out and putting them back in. Then that gets boring. I'm like, she needs chicken nuggets. Please give her... And they just didn't. And it was more the fact that they just didn't acknowledge me being there. Now, the last time we went there, it was I was there just, I brought the four-year-old for Daddy-Daughter Day, and the same kind of thing happened. I'm going like, why don't you just, you know, politely go, hey, I'll be with you in a minute. But, you know, they don't even do that. And that's what I think annoyed me the most. And you know what? Like, in and around North Down, I said this before, I said to Catherine, and she mocked me for this, but I said, listen, I'm a man about town. See, when I'm in Bangor and I'm walking about, people say hello to me, they'll tip the hat, they'll go, hey, thank you for coming in person from your kingdom. Thanks for coming down from your castle in person. Other people would have sent knaves, not me. I'm down, I'm a man of people. I love Bangor Town. Favourite song, Bangor Town by Foy Vance. That's how much I love Bangor Town, right? 
But this particular day, I don't know if they didn't get the memo or something, but, you know, long runs the fox. I've a head like a buffalo in the memory of an elephant, so I'm not going to be back in that establishment for some while, I would say. And I'm a cutting off my nose to spite my face, because do I love it there? Yes. But sometimes you have to take a stand. I'm not going to name the restaurant, but will you looking at me there? What do you want me to say here? Is Catherine the same stance as you? Catherine... Or are you one day when she's out at work just going to go maybe sitting up down quickly and you know she's away on holidays next week for four days so I'm here with the kids myself so you're going to sneak in and just not say a word I might or I might the only problem with me is I have I don't know I would say I have quite a long fuse I don't know if people would agree but I tend to think that I, I can be quite calm and composed but when I lose it I lose it like I lose it like I don't want to say I lose it like you know a certain wrestler who delivered the Crippler Crossface's finishing move I don't lose it to that level but I, I definitely lose it and I would worry that if I went without my wife to help and I was there with my both kids and I was being ignored I think I might start like slapping people have you left them a bad Google review you know what no because I feel like very much in the heat of the moment, I could say angry things, I could lose my head, but I do enjoy it as a place. The food is great, the ambiance is normally very good. I like going there on date nights, so I don't feel like I want to do that yet. What I'm saying is, if you are if you work for this, reach out, just say, listen, sorry this happened, Dave. I'll forgive you. The one but, official statement. But, if I dare, like, see if I, see if I break sweat in your establishment, you need you. Someone should be there to dab me. And I was like, I was like meatloaf after a two-hour show, and I was wet, sweating, stressed, angry. You know, just trying to compose yourself without. And like, I was going to leave while we're standing there, but then I had booked it. You know, under my name with my details. So they probably why'd you leave? And then I would have had to just say, you know, oh, I'm an open, honest guy. I have to say, and what would be would be, but. I was pretty upset about that and then I went home and the annoying thing about it was my wife gets really angry when she's hungry. She's like, it's like, you know that, that, that Snickers advert? You're not yourself and you're, she's, I thought that was bullshit because like, see when I'm hungry as a full grown adult, I can kind of be like, I can split the fact that I'm hungry from my emotions a bit whereas she just can't and I've met other people who are just angry when they're hungry. It's like, hey, I could get the similar level of angry if I need a poo and I can't go somewhere to poo. That's, that's similar. I, I can, I just real cross if I don't get the poo but she was hungry angry and unfortunately both her daughters have inherited her I'm hungry I'm angry thing and it's not sweet for me because then when kids are kids they don't necessarily just shout at you and be sly they cry and scream and wail so I'd still listen to them wailing on the way home then my four year old is gutted because she wanted to go out for dinner and she's like I'm, gonna go I'm like well guess what you know Hitler wanted to rule the world that didn't work out did it so get on with it and went home the only way I got her back from her mood was to say to her do you want which is weird that she wanted this do you want to help me make your dinner so she now thinks she's like fucking Gordon Ramsay or something when all she re- you know what Here's I'm, I'm sorry to say this I mean this with love all she ever does is shakes a pan sometimes you know she sometimes shakes a pan that's it that's all she does you know is everything okay there yeah so I have a camera wobble there it was kept changing the focus on your face so I is that because I'm so quick I'm just yeah. like the flash I'm moving a lot 
I just think, yeah, it, it just annoyed me. What's happened here? You look annoyed. Just you okay? yourself focused. I'm, I'm, you, you fucking better believe I'm focused. I'm che- I'm laser focused. I'm tuned in. I'm ready. So she cried. We made her dinner. It's all fine. You know, we got past it. And my feelings have been hurt. I didn't think it would come to this. But it is. So what I'm going to say is, listen, DMs are open. The olive branch... I've got a pigeonhole. I want to when I go down to check my mail in the morning. I want to see an olive branch in my pigeonhole. Reach out. Can we be friends again? Let me just see something here. Let me see if there's been anything um, from them in terms of an apology since since I started recording this podcast. Um, let me just see. And uh, by the way, yeah, I have way more followers than you too. So, if you want to do a collab, get in touch. Olive Branch is there. But see if you ever, see if I'm ever in an establishment and somebody doesn't at least acknowledge me being there and be like, listen, I'm sorry, we're busy. Two minutes. See this whole no eye contact? Uh-uh. Not going to fly. Not going to fly. It's not like your special request, though. What's my special request? No one looks you in the eye. Yeah, unless it involves food. Oh. And then in that case, I want them to look in every one of my eyes. Every I want eyes in all my eyes. The eyes here and the eye. I want eyes always. I don't want people to. You know what? In fact, I I feel that if I walk into a restaurant, they should already know my order and should be, it should be sitting on the table when I get in, and they should you know greet me. Is what I feel. And you know what's another annoying thing? Christ, um, another one of my favorite restaurants. It has screwed me as well because they're giving off about somewhere I do a gig, getting a, a license. So now they're giving off them, being like, you can't have a license, so I can't run a comedy club out of it. I just can't go to any restaurants I like anymore. It's so shit. I wish it was COVID. <laughs> I, wish, I wish it was back to COVID again, the good old days when you're sat at home. Everyone loved each other. You got your food delivered to your door. And I was happy. You know? They were the good old days. That was it. But you know what, Ben? I've been negative enough. It's time to be positive. And it finally, it's happened this week. A couple, how many weeks ago? About three or four weeks ago, we had a parcel delivered to the office for Kieran Bartlett. The human boiled egg got a parcel delivered here. It was disrespectful. It hurt my feelings. I don't like the fact that Shane gets parcels delivered to my office. I especially don't like that Kieran gets parcels directed to my office. That was hurtful. Thankfully, today... Again, much like this restaurant, DMs were open, the pigeonhole was ready, pop the olive branch in, and guess what, Ben? The olive branch may well have been received. Now, what I'm looking at, it's a little package, and it's and the email is from a certain Mr. W. Palmer. So I'm going to say, Willie Palmer's seen the errors of his ways. And he's reached out to me. Now, the packet smells like it's either coffee or drugs. And you know either way it'll be well received in this office. Because if it's coffee, I'll consume it. If it's drugs, I'll consume it. It's a good time. So let's see. Now, Ben, you, you're a guy. You like, what was that stuff you like? The, you know the way you're like really, in, you've weird fetish and you're into like, and um, what's that thing again? You know... BDSM, what's that stuff for people like? Oh yes, oh daddy, ooh, do you like that daddy? Oh, 
<laughs> ASMR. Oh, I. Oh, right. Okay. AS. And what does that? What does ASMR stand for? Right. Don't Google it there. Um, find out. Imagine it was like AS ass sucking man religion. Oh God. Um. Auto. Oh. Nomus sensory metering response. Yeah. Well, you know what that sounds like nerd content. So anyway, the package is. Oh wow. Oh wow. A lot. I mean. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Oh yes, it's come from Bergen, which is a show, isn't it? There's a TV show called Bergen. An old boss of mine used to really love it. Oh wow! Look at this. Now that you know what, Willie Palmer, you're back. You're back on the. You're back on the good boy list. He sent this the whole way from Nor- Norge, which I believe is Norway. Am I right in saying that? Not Sweden, no. I don't know, I don't speak, like, I know Bulgarian or whatever the fuck it is. But he sent me a nice coffee here, and I mean, what I like about this, it's, uh, it's either a guy with a, with like a, like a club, it looks like some sort of medieval, or like medieval, like, primary, what are, what are the guys called, Neolithic dudes, like, with painted then on closer inspection, it's guy holding coffee with a, with a thing of smoke going out, or steam, I don't know. Tell you what, though. Smells really nice, and I mean, I don't even know what this is. Like, it could literally be a bag of like Google really quickly there. Norwegian animal, tell me what a Norwegian animal is, real quick for point of reference. Mm. Um, what do I know? Ancient forest cat, the ancient forest cat, no, Norwegian. Oh, right, forest I like you said, hey, fuck it, the ancient forest cat. This could be a bag of ancient forest cat shit for all I know. And it's just put a nice logo on it. It says Ethiopia on it. So I assume it's, you know, some kind of coffee from Ethiopia. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Ethiopian coffee. Um, so thank you for that. I'll, I'll get a try and I'll give you, give, give you a review of it. But what I'm mostly excited about, there's a little card. And let me sit and read it. It says, hey, Davey, please accept this gift of coffee and a troll guy. Hey. Oh, wow. I haven't even opened the troll guy yet. Let's see. Oh, daddy. There we go. Oh, yes. I mean... It's, it's really sweet. It's a little troll guy. So, Ben, where can we put the troll guy? Put him here. Does he fit in nicely? There you go. There you go. Yeah. Little Nord's troll guy. Thank you, Willie. Appreciate that. Please accept this gift of coffee and a little and a troll guy as an apology for my actions. I'll never send anything to Kieran Bartlett again. He is a rude, disrespectful man um, who, by the way, cheated to beat you on an episode of No Blasters and your angry response was entirely justified thank you Willie Um, peace out my brother from Willie Palmer you know what Willie I appreciate it and I appreciate you thank you so much for the gift Um, I just want to point out that I did joking aside pass your gift on to Kieran and I mean I'm not a tout you know it's not me to it's not Ben you know me I'm not the guy to stir the pot I'm not a guy to cause drama Kieran brought the biscuits to the Lavery's comedy club to give the other comedians he didn't care about them that's what I'm saying you said it the whole way from Norway you know what I'm going to do Ben I'm going to drink that coffee it's going to be a BDSM Ben special I'm going to do a BDSM video with Ben where I'm drinking the coffee and it's going to be a nice time and I'm going to make that maybe 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 tomorrow maybe I'm going to have a little pot of that in the morning get my cafetiere out make myself some Norwegian ancient forest cat shit coffee and it'll be a nice time so thank you very much Willie and look there you go a new mascot 
the, the Nords troll. And by the way, if anyone else wants to send gifts, Ben, where can we, you know, what can we do to get the, the gifts? Do people need to like find, well, how do we get the address out there? Do you, do we have an email address do you have access to or did you set that up and then delete it again? I think we set it up and lost the password. Ah, not ideal, my traveller. Um, Very professional over here. Yeah, but listen, you have a nosy, right? What we can do, if you can get that on the rip, find out if you can get access to the email address, we'll get that up and up and running again. If you have any queries or you want to send gifts, we'll accept gifts. And you can send it to, you know what, that's what you can do. Look up 1L Studios, that's our, our, our company. And then you can send it in there. But don't send it for Karen Bartlett or Shane Todd or I'll lose my head again. All right. Ben, what are we like in terms of time? How long have we been chatting for? 25-ish minutes. 25-ish minutes, which for those of you that don't know or speak Irish, it's 25 minutes. It's been a nice episode again today. I feel, I'm feel i feeling I'm feeling good, Ben. I'm, I'm bringing a positive energy, even though I've been quite negative so far. Do you think I've been bipolar in this episode? I've been like up and I've been down? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But that's what you get with me, you know. Um, I was going to start talking about cyclists this week. They are the new sea swimmers in my eyes. And I feel like... I feel like I've been too upbeat to, to, to start talking about it. But I'm go- I've started, so may as well. I've started, so I'll finish. You know, I'm very much going to go down this route. Me and the sea swimmers, can I just come out and say... We have healed our, our wounds. We have become friends. I put a stand-up clip up um, not so long ago, which featured some of my a, a wee bit of material about sea swimmers and you know what they, they took it well I thought sea swimmers would be little money negative bitches and you know what they weren't they took it well sea swimmers across the board have shown me love they've enjoyed the clip people hate sea swimming enjoyed the clip and you know what I have a newfound respect for sea swimmers now in my new show bits and pieces do I have an entirely new bit specifically about some things sea swimmers do absolutely because that's what the people want to see. But for now, my hatred is directed elsewhere. And my hatred is now taken away from sea swimmers. And it is directed towards cyclists. Ben, do you have a bike? Um, No. Do you have a static bike? No. Do you still have that like home gym set in your house that I'm supposed to look at? Yep. I need to look at that. Like, how long have I been supposed to look at that? Like, about five months? Quite that, yeah. I want I want it. Still, I want it. People, so. people just tell when you've got it, though. Mm-hmm. Because I'll just start looking swole out. Massive. Yeah, well, I am. I'm, I'm fat at the minute, so, I mean, I'm hopefully it gets smaller when I get to the home gym. Because all I want to do, like, I feel like, you know, like, I, I was carrying my kids the other day, and I couldn't, and dropped them both. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm just too, too weak. Just walking along with both of them, like, oops dropped and like shit one is like the baby is not fully formed yet so she's not her bones aren't bones they're like all cartilage she, t- she, she took an L on that one like wasn't good felt a bit guilty and I just did nothing on my biceps anymore I actually look like you know whenever wrestlers like injure their neck and they can't train their arms anymore and it just gets all depleted and they look withered that's how I feel except my witheredness is just fat so the good news is I have knocked all my like drinking on the head for like the last couple of weeks. I think I drank like four days and you know I'm not a big drinker, but like I had my father-in-law's birthday. There was a load of pensioners that those guys can drink. My dad's big birthday, load of pensioners that they can drink. Was uh, in London opening for Shane, obviously his fan base, load of pensioners, they can drink. And then I went to date my wife again 
for some reason find myself hanging out with a load of pensioners they can drink four hangovers not a nice time and then my body's just depleted but with the big show coming up at Ulster Hall I do want to uh, I want to lean out a bit you know I want to look sexy Ben said that he will be there watching the show topless if I perform a topless so I would like to get into that shape but if I can get that home gym get a big white back you get my back wide feeling good nice I do have a bike before I get into cyclists in my garage but it's a static exercise bike and that's what I think all cyclists should have I don't get why cyclists think they're the number one important people on the road the other day I was going somewhere and I think about me is I don't go somewhere at a leisurely pace I like to go there quick I like to get it over with so I can get home and I can go to bed that's what I like to do we were going along like you know the peninsula road again north down obviously heading down there and there was there must have been about 12 in fact I'm a liar this is what happened I was going to the peninsula but I was going down Donaghadee road there had been a car accident on the Donaghadee road don't know if you heard about this did you I'm keen to know the ins and outs because it looked like a pretty serious one hopefully whoever's involved in that crash is okay but I couldn't go left you know if you're going from Donaghadee road down to Bangor couldn't get that way because it was the whole road was cordoned off police were there recovery vans were there and ambulances there didn't look good so I had to go right and then for some reason there was a group of must have been I think about 12 cyclists in a bunch like what's the rules on that do you know like if you're a cyclist are you not supposed to be like too too abreast too abreast and, they, uh, and, and you're not supposed to go too far ahead are you like you couldn't you shouldn't be like if there's 12 cyclists there's two there should be that should be like there'd be six rows so a car cannot get past that I think there is a limit to how many you went to yeah. be together in a cluster but these guys were they all fucks. wearing though the same uniform a lot of them were wearing North Down Cycling Club uniform that pink outfit which to be fair stylish but what are you doing you know what are you doing that's the only one of the only clubs from North Down I'm not a fan of these guys pricks and they always seem to come out at the weekend like why don't you just here's the thing see if you're a cyclist use your bike a bike is a mode of transport you know what I mean it gets you from A to B don't just get on it to go nowhere just to talk to your mates fuck your mates you know you know fuck them don't be getting on a bike and cycling at 10 miles an hour and I'm trying to go down to fucking walk my dog on the beach and he's in the back all fucking you know parking all here and then cyclists driving super slow and you can't pass if you're a cyclist and you're on the road you should be able to go to speed limit that's it see if you're on the road and you're not like see if you're on a dual carriageway do 60 you know be on your bike do be doing 60 or else hey don't be on it you know, don't be on your bike. Bikes bikes are no man's land. Be in cycle lanes or don't be. You know, if you're not in a cycle lane, get off and walk your bike along like a pedestrian on the footpath. Get in a cycle lane, you know, go for it. Don't be on the road. Now, people will probably be listening to this going, I'm a cyclist, this offends me. Here's what I say to you. Fuck off. Your stupid helmet. Your, why do cyclists have to wear skin-tight gear at all times, no matter what the physique is? You know what I mean? This is the thing about it. People play football and will wear like different football gear. You know what I mean? They'll wear, they'll, they don't dress like Premier League footballers. So why are you out there dressed like Lance Armstrong? You know what I mean? Your BMI is 47 and you're dressed like Lance Armstrong. There's bits hanging off or bits shouldn't be hanging off. You know, you're like, you're sitting there like a Christmas tree with just baubles hanging off. You just baubles of fat hanging off the side of your bike going five miles an hour when I'm trying to fucking hit 40. You know, and that's how many people were in that bloody train of cyclists. 40 people, and I should have been able to plough through. Not happy. 
cyclists are the new sea swimmers and the worst is when people when people are cyclists that you work with and they cycle to work and then they get some special time to just get themselves oh I cycled here get there for 9 o'clock spend another 40 minutes just walking around telling everyone you cycle to work fuck off cyclists can get fucked and then you know another thing if you don't wear a helmet you should just be allowed to be bumped off the road that should be a lesson to be learned I hate cyclists stop wearing skin tight gear stop wearing shoes that connect your feet to your pedals you know, you're not Chris Hoy. You're a prick. You're Bradley Wiggins. You know, fucking run about there. You stupid bikes, you're fat holes. Bet you've got wee padded seats and all, because your wee arses are all so sensitive. Uh, fuck off. Give me sea swimming any day. Bastards. 15 is the number. 15? I don't know how to cycle together I, so they're they're allowed to up the fifteen. Oh fuck those guys! Who made these rules? I'll tell you who. A cyclist. I hate them. Anyway, listeners' questions. DCW said, "Hey Dave, on Shane's show, he said you look like a Turkish hitman. Oh, so original. He's been how he would call me a fucking Turkish hitman for about twenty years, and then he he called me the the what did he call me the other week? He called me like the." Uh, the hitman's dream or the sniper's dream which is like you know there was a viral clip about someone with a with a moving head being a sniper's nightmare so it was pretty hack not funny anyway Dave um, if this was the case what would your preferred method of doing the job grazie arrivederci um, if I was a hitman I'd just break people's necks because I'm really strong and angry so just go up to them and go you need to get haircut bastard there you go done dead done go, I, I'm, Ben why is your moth in the studio just saying that myself. Where the fuck this guy come from? Ben, kill him. Instant. D- kill them off. Right, splat him down. Now's your chance. If this gets in front of the camera. Oh my god. Moths. Wow. This is the downside of summertime. Flying beasts. Right, I want you to squish him. Spray, spray, spray him with the wipe. The screen wipe. Drown him. Drown him. He is behind the curtain, to be fair. Yeah, we'll get kill him. Let let him die behind the curtain. Now he's going to be, see if he gets in this again. Oh my god! People listening to the audio of the podcast are going, "What is going on here?" And I I am instructing Ben to kill this 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 moth. What are you are you saving his life? What are you trying to do to him? Trying to, trying to give him to you as a gift. I don't want him. I hate moths. Come down here, I will grab you and I'll squeeze you and I will eat you. Right here, push up on that, push up on that. He's gone behind a soundproof. Jump up and squish him. Good. He's dead. Stand on him. Make an example of him. I don't want him. Oh, gross. He's got, a, got germs. I didn't say he's got AIDS. Gross. Gross. Fat bastard burger. Why do moths turn into dust? Gross. Dust to dust. Ashes to ashes, RIP, fuck you. Anyway, yeah, break people's necks or just squash them like a bug, like you just saw just there. Well done, Ben, that was very manly of you, but Thank never, you. ever, ever again put a corpse on my desk when I'm doing a podcast, okay? Technically, I was still reckoning about. Yeah, because you know what? You weren't man enough to do the job. You had to just, just incapacitate him, and the king had to strike the final you blow. Had the- Isaac, nah, nish, nish dead Naomi Mitchell said do you know what a waffle stomp is do you know what a waffle stomp is I want to google it go ahead I would say a waffle stomp is 
A waffle stomp's probably like a party fat people would have. Would it, would it be right in saying? A waffle stomp. I imagine it's kind of like, you know, a jamboree. She sent me a link you, here, should open it. You do look like the sort of man who, after a few drinks, would have a waffle stomp. I imagine it's a load of food. Just a bit ha- after a few drinks out of a waffle Even like stomp. a really bad hangover. Mm. You would just have them. Okay, let me see what a waffle stomp is. Um, my wife poops in the shower and stomps it down the drain. Wow. Not a joke. She recently told me this and I've been living with her for weeks now. She even broke the news to me while laughing about it. You know what a waffle stomp is? She asked me as she laughed and laughed and started crying. I feel disgusted and betrayed. I can't even look at her over breakfast anymore because I head off to work. And whilst I'm at work, all I wonder to myself is, is she doing it right now? Apparently, this has been going on for years. She says she uses all scented candles um, to mask the smell. Like, don't... Here's the thing. See if you have a toilet. Shit in the toilet. Don't shit in the shower. Um, a few times we've had a snake in the drain due to... Oh, no. We've had to snake the drain due to a clog. Now I know why. I don't know if I can live this anymore. Gross. Ben, have you ever shit in the shower before? You know, I haven't. No. You, I, if I feel the urge... Yeah. I will grab my towel quickly, dry yeah. off what I need to dry off. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I'll quickly grab my towel and shit in it and throw it against the wall. <laughs> Do you ever pee in the shower? Yeah, sometimes. Because yeah. I feel like that's a lot yeah. easier to get rid of. I think, you know, I, I would occasionally pee in the shower. Some people are like, oh my God, you pee. More often than not, I try to pee before I go in the shower. Sometimes you really need to pee, you just pee in the shower. But I definitely have a waffle stomped. I definitely wouldn't poo in a shower and the thing about poo like at least with pee you know it's going to be a liquid well this is the thing here is it okay to waffle stomp yeah according to this here's another thing why don't they just call it forcing your shite down a drain on your foot why does everything have to have a stupid name it's a waffle like it's a thing it's not a thing shitting in a drain makes you a deviant you're a pervert If if you shit in the shower you're a pervert or you have a bile disorder like there's no in between it's not like or you're the laziest of all bastards that you can't just wait uh, imagine someone's face the water's beating down on them it's a sta- it's like a steam room and you're doing this like do you squat when you waffle stomp or do you just let it does it scoot down your legs Ugh. so many questions well it's, this basically says that if it's done well then it's perfectly safe to do it how what, what has it done what has it done there I like corn in the cob are you going to be forcing those wee sweet corn kernels just down the wee holes in the drain? What? Well, it, it like, says, please, please read this to me. It says the first, the waffle's consistency is the first hurdle. Right. When has anyone ever referred to a shite as a waffle? A waffle is not a shit. Let's start that movement. A waffle is not a shit. Please tell me more. Um... The uninitiated may assume that anything higher than a level three on the Bristol stool scale is um, el- eligible. Mm-hmm. The Bristol what- stool scale, like of all the things Bristol is famous for, like people speaking like this and all. All right, there, all right, there, my lover. This next bit makes. I've been skating up since ten a.m. This next bit makes me think that this is a thing people mm-hmm. do. Yeah, you you have if you're gonna do it, you you do it regularly mm-hmm. without a careful carefully tuned diet. Um, basically you're playing Russian roulette with it hmm. so basically you keep your diet good so you can stomp you away. know what here's the thing you don't go on a diet so you can shit in the shower you go on a diet for health benefits like going to PT you're like oh what are you looking to do oh, I'm looking to shift a few pounds what are you looking to do I'm looking to add a wee bit of mass to these withered arms what are you looking to do I need to be able to consistently shite when I'm having a shower 
and stomp it down. Working those. Yeah, but you know muscles. what? If you're an actual master, you should be able to shit that you don't need to stomp it down. And then what happens? Do you get shit under your toenails and between your toes? Like, do you, how do you? To people who waffle stomp, don't listen to this podcast anymore. You're not. You're up there with cyclists, waffle stompers. What else? You look like you're engrossed in this story. Just, just reading through the the madness of this. But I didn't know what a waffle stomp was until Naomi sent me this question. And by the way, I'm, I can only assume the fact that Naomi has brought this question up. She is indeed herself a waffle stomper. The, this last article, mm-hmm. this last bit, is a financial um, angle for it. So okay, please tell me the financial benefit of shitting in so the shower. Ju- just with everything being very tight and expensive uh-huh. at the moment, if if one is crippled by financial constraints, uh-huh. please consider simply producing it into one's cupped hands and uh-huh. proudly disposing the stool into a bucket outside the shower. The bucket should then be emptied into one's red bin, so like probably your green bin. Um, for your, can you imagine being the bin man opening that up and just see a pile in there? And that's the argument against doing this, by the way. There's another article for it. Well, please tell me some of the reasons for it. Like, you don't shit. Like, I have a dog who shits, and I collect his shit in a little bag, and I throw it in the bin, and to be fair, the bin stinks, because there's baby nappy shit in there, and there's dog shit in there. But by no means should there be human shit in the bin. At all. Give me give me one well, reason to do it. It, it reduces water consumption. Because oh, you're using man. the toilet in the shower at Here, the same time. Here's day. another idea. Don't shower. It's cleaner as shit in the toilet. And then not shower than it is to shit in the shower. Think of all the germs just floating about your shower. And what happens? Well, imagine right, your wife did a big. She was. You discovered her to be a big waffle stomper, and you came in for a nice relaxing bath. You couldn't have a nice time knowing that she. Like, there's. A, I'm sure you have a bath mat, do you? Mm-hmm. I was gonna have a little bit of waffle. Like, no, can't call it shit anymore. Waffle underneath your bath mat, stinking. What well, do you care about orangutans? Yeah, I love those bitches. Or just deforestation, no toilet paper. No, it doesn't. That's get a B day. If that's what the problem is, get a B. If using toilet roll is a problem, get a B day. Or even, you know, I don't know, get some sort of like <laughs> a grouting tool to scrape the shit off your ass and then wash it in the shower. Don't be oh my god, orangutans don't care. I, I think orangutans would be grossed out if they found out people shitting and stomping it down your shower. Um a waffles variety is what makes a stomp so satisfying. And that's another thing I I hate when people use the term satisfying. It's so bulk. You know, people put post, isn't this so satisfying? And then somebody like putting a knife through like a fucking sandcastle. Isn't this so satisfying? As people like blowing glass, you know, isn't this so satisfying? As shut up, it's not satisfying. Your life's fucking pointless and you're a dickhead. I don't believe the end bit of this, but... I don't believe any of it. Waffle stomping should be banned. See, if I took over, I would... So you know what? I would support the war in the Ukraine if Vladimir Putin said they're all waffle stompers and he was going in to crank down and that. That's when I would go, you know what? Maybe I can get on side with this. Otherwise, totally against it. But if that, the waffle stomping needs to stop. Well, well-executed stomp is apparently hygienic and effective. It isn't. Um, if you're touching shit with your skin, that's not hygienic. 
Well, many. You get fungus under your nails, shit infection. You get Bell's palsy from hanging around sewers. So you're going to go into your shower being all like, oh, I'm going to have a shit in here. And you'll come out looking like your fuck face is made of wax and it's melted. Oh! Many institutions have do- already done amazing work in this area, such as University of Melbourne's Safe Stomping Standards, a program <clears throat> currently being taught in high schools across Australia. Nah, not true. <laughs> And then the same universities will be like, please don't masturbate in the showers. Like, apparently, what's it going to be? Your sperm hits water and turns into, like, super glue? Oh, God, I'm not clicking that. What What was the link? Please tell me what it was. I typed in that university, and uh-huh. it came up the first one, a video. A video of... of I typed in the University of Melbourne Safe Stomping Standards, and it said, Waffle Stomping Video. No, thank you. Nah, you're all right. No, thank Don't you. Don't want to see that. You know what, Naomi? You fucked it. You've ruined my day. You've ruined my podcast, and now I'm sad. I hate waffle stomping. Gross. Robin McElfeen's come in with a much nicer question. Favourite bar in Belfast or North Down? Ooh, Belfast, I'm probably biased, but I'm going to say Pug Uglies. North Down, I'm not even going to be biased. I'm just going to straight up tell you. Fealties. What about you, Ben? You're a fan of a pub. <laughs> Imagine you were full on alcoholic and on you. Ben, you're you're full of a drink, aren't you? He's like, oh, why? I'm drinking now. Be fucking hip flask of red breast. Where would be your favourite bar in, ba- in Belfast first? Um, can't think where where we were recently. I don't know. You don't Anywhere. know. Probably, but you know what? And obviously, you've got like classic bars, like the Crown Bar. The Duke of York's always fun. But then I, I like to go into places. I like to get sat down and like to just pint. I like a good pint of Guinness. Pug Uglies can give you that. I'm happy there. But there's nowhere I'd rather be. No pub in the world I'd rather be in than Fealties. It's my numero uno, my favourite. The best Guinness in the world. And I'll tell you another one outside of Belfast. I know this wasn't a question. Or Banger. McCaig's on Rathlin Island is another superb pub. A lot of respect for that. So what are you going to go for? What's your favourite uh, bar and Banger? probably really boring go Jenny Watts yeah Jenny Watts is nice too and I like the story of Jenny Watts and I've bought my daughter a book about Jenny Watts because Jenny Watts is a great feminist character you know, she's a great woman an inspiration to young girls everywhere and I want my young girls to be inspired so Jenny Watts is the grub good there it is oh it's fuck been a while since it was there big shout fair. out to the Esplanade too big fan of the Esplanade on CD's nice summer nights nothing more I love than just sitting out the front of the Esplanade you know drinking a nice cold pint of of lager or cider don't really go for a Guinness in the, in the nice hot sun but I'm a big fan of Guinness normally also mm-hmm. Bull and Claw and Donna Cadea for stretching out a wee bit further yeah because see that's we drive past that a lot because we'd be in Donna Cadea a fair bit Um very nice and it's always somewhere Catherine's going oh we got to go there is it nice as a pub or is it nice for food nice uh, for food what sort of what, what would your meal be when you go there Um, I can't remember what I got last time Ben you're full of shit I today you what you need to do you, you, someone should a giant should come in here and stomp you down the plug <laughs> hole because you're full of shit today <laughs> my consistency isn't right yeah though. your consistency's not right um, it looks like a sort of place that would have a good steak and chips I'm trying to remember what I even had. Get their menu up. You look about that. Call me in um, whenever it's time. Oh, speaking about this, we should have read this question after Naomi's. Holly wants to know, not my daughter, some other one, do you look at the toilet roll after you wipe your bum to check if it's clean? No, because I know my bum's clean. And then I I think, you know, what's the minimum wipe you do in your bum? I wipe at least 16 times. So when I think about it, fuck the orangutans. Orangutans, actually. But anyway... So yeah, what did you have in the bull and claw? So, 
I had scampi because that's my thing. And what do you have your scampi with? Chips. Chips, nice. And do you eat the tartar sauce or do you just... All of it. Love tartar sauce? Absolutely love it. Nice. And would you? what sort of drink would you go with that? You're a bit of a wine guy, aren't you? You like wine? You're more of a red man, aren't you? Uh, normally. Uh-huh. But at a restaurant, uh-huh. I'm really stingy. Yeah. And I can't go for one glass of wine. I could buy a bottle. So I tend to stick yeah. to like spirits. Nice. Well, what I would do, see, the awkward thing is, I know you want drinks red wine in my family because I've got two children and a wife so it'd be really really sly if my two kids drank red wine but yeah normally if we're out for dinner I will maybe buy a meal that'll go with white wine so she you know we because I will drink white wine but she will not drink red wine because I am less of a difficult person is the long and short of it Connor Matthews has said who was the hated teacher in your school and why um, I had one teacher who by the way as a grown up guy as an adult I have a lot of respect for and really liked the lessons this guy taught me at school but when I was at school he was terrifying he was a rugby coach he scared us he made us do horrendous fitness and he made me cry I actually spoke about him at length on the Patreon episode I did with James Hume so you should check that out Um, I went into detail there but he's a great guy and yeah he was just a terrifying guy that made us do extreme fitness and shouted what's such a high voice he's so angry all the time and I I'm a wee withered arm so just <laughs> spasmed anyway there you go Greg Piper said Dave Johnny Depp or Amber Heard wow I mean Ben are you, do you know much about this case it's all over TikTok so see and you're yes. on TikTok and I'm not so I, I know there's a case going on like what is the gist Amber were, were, were they married Amber Heard and Johnny Depp they were married yep and they're not married anymore is that correct correct because of the falling out because John Amber basically was claiming Johnny wasn't very nice to her. Right, and, and what is she saying he's done to her? A lot of bad things. Such as examples. Like hitting her. Hitting her, okay. I don't condone that. Right, so what's he saying she's done to him? So, but he, lo- but he lost lots of money and lots of jobs because of this. He's now right, okay. suing her, for, I think it's like 50 million. Right, okay. To basically say, you, you, you called me these nasty names and that she's countersuing for 100 million. Yeah. For some other stupid reason. Fair play to Amber going back, Billy. Like, you want to sue me fifty? There you go. It's a hundred. So how that works? So if she, if she's suing him, he's suing her for fifty. So if she wins, imagine they both win. He has to give her fifty million, basically. Not sure they can both win. Hey, you know. So is he saying she's abused him too? And basically, but no lied. So it's uh-huh. like so she was on the oath last time, and yeah. she she'd kind of like. Basically, makeup on to make it look like she had uh-huh. black eyes and bruises and marks. So now doctors are coming mm-hmm. out and saying they never knew any of it. Right. Which basically made him look bad, even though she promised I mean, on oath. They are both liars for money. Like, that's their job, both of them. And who's the better? That, there you go. You can figure this out one or two ways. Who's the better actor? Is it going to be Johnny Depp or it's Amber Heard? You'll find out. Maybe it's all for just a big role and this is them, like... It could be, you know. And, method. And... You know what I think? If they're both saying they, they they beat each other, what we should do is, you know, get Herb Dean in, put it in the octagon, Dana White, present it, have a fight and see who, who the real winner is. But, I mean, it's it's a bit it's sad because, obviously, they were married, so there was some love at some point. Uh, it's sad to see. And, I do, and here's the thing, too. Like, it's a personal matter. Hmm. I think 
you know, you can't necessarily be like, they should never work again. Because you don't know the ins and outs. Again, there was a lot of time, obviously, with a lot of the, the movements, the Me Too movements and things, there's a hashtag, um, I believe her, you know, it's believe all women. That's the thing, it's like, straight away, as soon as Johnny Depp's brought in, like, apart from, apart from this heathen, we don't know the ins and outs. He might have done what she said, she might have done what he said. It's not for us to judge. I just hope both of them can move on past it and they both keep getting work. You know, that's what I hope. And have you seen anything? Like, what sort of what, what sort of things have been being said about it at the minute? So I've got a few kind of things here. What do you mean? Like quotes? Yep. Yeah. So Tell me. Because, again, I have, to be totally honest, I mean this with love in my heart. No fucking interest in this at all. Amber's attorney is called Rottenborn. Rottenborn? Yeah. Is he is he like a troll from fucking Denmark or something? Probably. Here, in fact, this guy's new name is Rottenborn. <laughs> this is Rottenborn, a Norwegian troll. And he's who's he representing? He's representing Amber Heard. Yep. Rottenborn. Nice. There you go. Um, and asking John about his drug Hold on use. Hold a second. Let me just. Oh, you're going to. I'm going to. This guy's called Rottenborn, and I need to remember it, so I need to write on his back. Rottenborn. Rotten. Born. This is Rottenborn, the troll guys. Welcome to the podcast. Right, so what's Rottenborn been saying? So he was saying about um he's taking he taken drugs with one of your good friends, Marlon Manson before. Right. Um, so now, hold on. We're getting into dodgy territory. When Marlon Manson's brought on, I'm gonna say this. Marlon Manson, not a good dude. And who's he friends with? Amber or Johnny? Johnny. Mm-hmm. So he's basically saying you've done lots of drugs, you've drank and done drugs with him. Um and yeah. Johnny, he's taking everything very lightly, has replied and said he once gave Marlon Manson a pill so he would stop talking. And then that was it. So he gave Marlon Manson a sleeping pill to stop him talking. Oh right, okay. So Which, I thought he was trying to say he could wish he could give Rottenborn a pill to get him to stop talking. It wouldn't be a bad idea. Um also about He's talking about how to fall off the wagon doing the Lone Ranger movie. Right, okay. Um, some He was saying that sometimes you drink whiskey in the mornings. Yeah. As Johnny said, I mean, isn't happy hour every hour? Oh, wow. I mean, these are cheeky answers from Johnny, aren't they, really? Like, they're, they're, you uh, wouldn't imagine it's been a proper court, like. Um, and then, talking about how, you, basically, there's a video of him, like, going around the house breaking stuff in the kitchen and he said he did assault a couple of captains but I did not um, assault Miss Heard. Yeah, but you know what? See that too. You can have a bad attitude about it. Like you can be a girl without actually striking someone too. You know what I mean? Now I'm not by any means saying I'm Team Amber Heard but see if you're walking around your kitchen breaking stuff you're going to make your wife uncomfortable like. You know what I mean? Is there any more, st- any more chat about his drinking or anything? Because that, that's what interests yeah, me. Yeah, um, one of them, Amber Heard's Rottenborn guy, said, um, you poured yourself a mega pint of Pardon? red wine. <laughs> what the fuck's a mega pint? Mega pint? Like, surely surely a pint is a pint? Like, you, a pint's a pint. It's go, it's a volume. You can't have a mega pint. If it's a, <laughs> if it's a mega pint of red wine, it's still the same volume. It's like, you know, when they say, what would you rather be hit by? You know, a ton of feathers or a ton of stone. It's still a ton. You know what I mean? You're still getting the same. It's like a mega pint of pint. Now, unless it's a dirty pint. Like, if he's drinking red wine, he's dropping a shot of Bailey's in it. Fairly gangster, you know? And, like, did it? what what, what encouraged him to, to pour this mega pint? Was it done out of anger or was it done... I 
I don't know. I think. What, what did Rottenborn? What was his con- context for the mega? Please tell me what the story of the mega pint is. It was about a video. Did he just say there was a video of you pouring a mega pint? They're li- they're literally going through WhatsApp messages. Like he said that. He mm-hmm. said that. And it's a bit. Oh Jesus Christ! Can you imagine going through your WhatsApp messages? How embarrassed you'd be. Can you imagine some of the shit? Oh my God! You say to friends in jest or whatever that was read in court. Oh my God! That would terrify. Your comedy me. grip would be. Oh, no, none of us would work again, ever. You know, at all. But, but hey, none of us have ever poured a mega pint first thing in the morning. That's fair. Yeah. Um, like what, like, Rottenborn's mugged himself there. You poured a mega pint. Maybe a mega glass, you know, it could just be one of a big stein. Like, if it's a stein of red wine, hey, have you ever that's a problem. Have you ever seen the glasses that says, how's your day going? And it's yeah. like three levels. Yes. And like, top ones, maybe he just had a don't ask then. He just yeah. got to the top. He's just like, mega pint. <laughs> how's your day? Not so bad. Casual. Fuck off. Don't speak to me. Mega pint, you know. Like, mega pint sounds like a guy that your dad would be mates with that has legendary stories from back in the day. Oh, mega pint's coming out tonight and your and your mum's like, oh no, fuck. Mom, your mum doesn't let him in the house. No, he's like, mega pint can't come in this house. And you're like, what's mega pint's real name? Oh, mega pint's real name is Graham Patterson. You know, you'd be like, nah, he doesn't look like a Graham Patterson. He looks like a mega pint. Oh, wow. Is that it? Anymore? Um, the last one was, they asked Johnny a question and Johnny started answering this question mm-hmm. and then they objected to it because they want to respect the court's time. Yeah. Which Johnny then pointed out a couple of minutes ago, they spent five minutes looking for a document. Uh, Rottenborn? Rot- I mean, here's what you should do. Rottenborn. Send Rottenborn back to the caves in Norway because he's not doing a good job here. But listen, I wish well to Johnny Depp. I'm a fan of his work. I'm a fan of his movies. I wish well to Amber Heard. I'm a fan of her work. I'm a fan of her movies. Here's the thing. I just hope they both, you know, get out of this and can move on. Just, you know what? Move on. Keep making good movies and don't blacklist any of the two of them but I would like to see him fight to be fair Brock has said is Pepsi Max the greatest soft drink about and then Wormballs creeped in afterwards and said of course it is and it's not soft now Wormball was at the live podcast that we did which by the way there may or may not be another live podcast in June there is um, now Pepsi Max is not the best soft drink about I, ha- I had a Pepsi Max when I was taking my daughter last week to swimming uh-huh. at Aurora not good. Not good. Don't they don't do coke or anything at the. I mean, because yeah, because you're taking your kids swimming, it'd be totally inappropriate to do coke. Pass of the time. Yeah, I mean, it, what it does, the time passes at normal speed. The time passes, but in your head, it passes ten times quicker. You're like the Zohan up the water. And you're like, dads aren't allowed in the pool. <laughs> What's going on? But they close. Yeah, <laughs> you're like this guy who's that, and your daughter's like, ah, oh, it's my dad again. Um, but no, I, do you what when what sort of time do you go swim? What what day do you go swimming? I don't normally take her because I work. But what day? Wednesday. Wednesday. See, so we go on a Sunday. Mm. So we do. I know it's become a bit of a ritual now because obviously my wife's a nurse uh, has to work the weekends. I would sometimes go and like my granny or not my granny because. R.I.P. My daughter's granny, my mum. Why did I not just say my mum would like sit and watch her swim and then I will take my other daughter in the pram and my dog for some mega pints for some mega pints and lines of coke. Give me as he fucking wired. Um, and then no, we, we go around the wall garden, you know, into the into the Fair castle right. park and just go for a walk, let the dog off the lead. And then we go back and meet them and have like a wee breakfast. So I don't have Pepsi Max. I don't just have a tea or a coffee or something, you know. And the girls, again, that finishes at like half 11. So sometimes it'll be like, get the girls like a wee sandwich between them. And then, 
you know, some chips or something. Then they go and eat and put the baby to bed and just fucking sit and go, Thank God, that wee bastard's asleep. Um, that's kind of what we what what a bit of routine is. So it's nice to do that. And David said, whose campaign poster has the most sex appeal? Nice. We're talking elections. We're talking politics. You know what? I'm going to say Alex Easton has the most sex appeal because he's a guy left the DUP. He's got those reverse curtains going on. His curtains don't start here and go out. They start here and go in. And I have a lot of time for that. Um, it's almost like his hair's a wee bit like, you know, like sal- saloon doors. You know, he's got this that kind of saloon door haircut and respect to that. And yeah, I'm not going to vote for him because he's the DP, but good luck to him. I wish him well. And I wish all you guys well, Ben. How long have we been talking for? It's got to be 45 at least. Uh, probably going to an hour. There you go, guys. That's the end of the podcast. Like I said, if you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. Head on over to Patreon to get all the bonus content. Let me just double check where we're at with patrons right now. Live update. Yeah, a lot of people are enjoying the podcast. Um, a lot of people are enjoying... The bonus content, the extra Sly Guy podcast, has got a lot of love this week because I told a pretty, pretty cheeky story. Did you mention the the ad free? Oh yeah, and also that the, this this podcast will be out a day early. Sans advertisements or promotions or talk about Milster Hall show. So, if you don't want to listen to that shit, get on over there. Subscribe wherever you listen. Subscribe to the YouTube, please. Rate and review wherever you listen. I'll be back in next week. Oh, and shit the bed and waffles stomp it down the drain. We're recording a Patreon guest episode this week. This week's episode's got Shane on it. So, and he's wearing a hat back to front. Why? But anyway, but we're recording a podcast this week. It's going to blow people's minds. It's going to be a must-see. So get over to Patreon. Join the revolution. Hundreds of podcasts over there. Other bits of up stand-up show, pillow talk from December. It's all over there. And enjoy your week. And don't shit in the shower, please. Thank you. I'm the slack guy.